Hey friend, welcome back to Mama's Mission. Thank you so much for joining me. We are here and we're talking all things structure today. Well, all things rhythms really because we're talking about having structure to your day with more flexibility and how daily rhythms can actually help get you there. We're talking all things rhythms. Mama, we're talking about what they actually are, how you can create your own and how I actually use them in my day. Daily rhythms are awesome because they give you all the structure and not, but it's not so rigid if that makes sense. I want to help you get those things done, like discipling your kids that are important to you, but you may not find the time to actually do it because let's face it, there's real no real structure to your day. And I'm here to help you with that. I think you can't go from no structure to like, intense structure you need somewhere in the middle and this is where rhythms come into play we're going from nothing to kind of weaning weaning ourselves into it so if you're here to get some structure for your day but in a really flexible way so that you can get really important things for yourself done you are really in the right place i pray that this episode super blesses you Hey mama, welcome to Mama's Mission. Do you wish pointing your kids to Jesus could be simple? Are you overwhelmed with no schedule and good habits? So what you want to achieve, like discipling, doesn't happen. Do you have the best intentions to read that devotion with the kids? But after a bit, you lose your groove and feel that pointing your kids to Jesus is too hard. Hey, I'm Deb. I too was overwhelmed with the concept of discipling my littles. I was inconsistent in showing my kids Jesus, jumping from one idea to the next, and I wished for some structure to my day to make that happen. I wanted some routines and ideas on how to point my kids to Jesus, but I kept telling myself this is too hard and will take way too much time, until I found routines and habits. In this podcast, you'll discover what discipling your kids is and looks like, how to schedule time in to point your kids to Jesus, and what tools you can use to help you so that you can be the mama living out her greatest mission, to show her kids Jesus. So grab a coffee, or maybe two, kick back and get ready to launch into your mission. Mama, did you know we've got a free Facebook community? It's called Teaching Your Kids About Jesus, and it is the place to be. Seriously, you want to be there, Mama. It is such an awesome environment. In it, we share our triumphs and our trials of mamahood because let's be real, that's what it's all about. And we also share on how we can point our kids to Jesus because even though I've got heaps of tips and tricks to help you, Mamas, we can all learn from each other and we can learn from our children too. Every Tuesday, I go in there to do a quick live, quick being the imperative word, and I share with you a teaching trick or tip on how to point your kids to Jesus. It is such a life-giving space and it's really encouraging and I'm so enjoying the space and I know that you will too. So you can join at bit.ly forward slash teaching your kids about Jesus or let's just be real, do the easy thing and click the link in the description because it'll take you right there. I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually a teacher by profession. It's something that I really love doing. I've done it for, hmm, how long I've been teaching for? Maybe about 18, 19 years, a wee while, and I really love it. 
I've been recently doing some relieving or substitute teaching because now that I've had children, I really, even though I love teaching, I do not want to go back full-time teaching. I love keeping my foot in the door, but I love going home and not taking any work with me. (laughs) But anyway, when I go in to teach for a day, I always have a plan. And I make sure that I make the kids aware though that even though I've got a plan, we deviate from the plan at times. So we do go off course. I always make sure that I come back to the plan because I want to make sure that I get the important things done. But I also want to allow for flexibility in the day. So for example, if the kids are getting a bit hairy and the weather is beautiful, I'm going to take them outside for a game, run, run off some steam. If we are getting a bit agitated in the class and I feel like "Hmm, I might want to read with the kids because one of my passions is reading aloud to kids, then I'm just going to call them all down to the floor and I'm going to read with them. We have that flexibility in, in the day, but we also have a real set structure to the day too. And that's how I've realized I run my home as well. I actually have the important things in the day that I want to get done. And I've got a loose structure to my day, but there's heaps of flexibility too. And this is what I want to help you achieve in your home, Mama, because maybe you don't have any structure. Maybe you're just kind of winging it and that can work for heaps of people. But for those of you wanting a wee bit more structure, but you still want that flexibility, this is where it's at. Today, we're talking about rhythms and I don't know about you, but you know how when you're looking at buying a car, bear with me as I give you this example, you want to buy a car and you investigate the car research and then all of a sudden you're driving around on the roads and that is all you see on the road, that vehicle, that kind of make and model. This is what it seems to be with me for rhythms. Rhythms was a word that I didn't really know 100% what it was. I have been exposed to it heaps recently. I think it's the Holy Spirit. And what I'm reading and what I'm hearing, that that word just seems to be coming up everywhere. And when I did a bit more investigating into it, I thought, oh, actually, this isn't something that I really need to learn more about because this is something that I do and have done for quite some time. So today I want to share with you what daily rhythms are how you can create your own, and then I'll give you a wee example of what they look like in my life. So rhythms are the definition, the technical definition is it's a regular pattern of something in a cycle, and it derives from the Greek word rhythmos, which is flow. While a schedule is quite rigid and typically follows a clock, daily rhythms are fluid and they leave room for spontaneity while still providing general patterns to the day. So my take on rhythms is it's structure really, but with heaps of flexibility. So you know the things that you want to get done during the day, but you don't really have to do them at uh, specific times and things like that. And you can just go with the flow if you need to, and then come back to the structure, if that makes sense. So Let's talk about how we can actually create some daily rhythms for ourselves, because that's what we're here for, to get some structure to our day, but get that flexibility in there too, because I think that's really important. That is going to, I think, allow you to make these rhythms stick, because if I said to you, we're going to go from nothing to intense structure, 
that would throw you off and I don't think you'd stick with it for very long. So first things first and getting daily rhythms created is you need to write down all the fixed things in your day. So those are things like meals, those are things like school drop-offs, pickups, that kind of thing. Those things typically have a time that you need to get done. Uh, it could be an appointment, but usually if you're doing daily rhythms, yeah, you just go with your set things that you need to get done that have the time. So you've got those down on your paper. It shouldn't be too many things, but those are the fixed times or fixed things. Next thing you need to do is you need to record the things in your day that you actually want to get done. So these are the important things to you. So it could be taking a walk. It could be reading a book. It could be do a, doing a family devotion. These are the things that are really important to you that you actually want to get done. And the last thing you need to do when creating a daily rhythm is you need to plan some rhythms around these things. Don't put times in. That's not what it's about here, except for those fixed things in your day. And you need to record what you actually want to get done and you go with it. So I think the way to show you, I think it's a way better thing for me to actually share with you my daily rhythms for the day and then we can look at yours. So in a typical day at my home, my daily rhythms are I wake up, it changes each day, but usually it's at the moment it's about 6 a.m. And I have my morning quiet time. So that's my time. My kids are not up and I'm spending time in my Bible and my word journaling, having coffee, doing a bit of reading, that kind of thing. So that's basically me time. Then at seven o'clock, I get my kids up and we're getting ready for the day. My daughter heads to the bus and I drop her off at the bus. But that's what we're doing in that time. It varies on you know how we go about getting things done she knows the things she needs to get done for the day but in what order is totally up up to her and I think that's what daily rhythms are here it's getting those things done but the order you know you just kind of go with it if she's feeling hungry straight away she can have her breakfast if not yeah just get everything else done like brush your hair and pack your bag and things like that and then have your breakfast Anyway, we drop her off to the bus and then when we've dropped her off, usually my son who's one and I go for a walk because that is an important part of my day. That's something that I love doing. I love going for walks with my son in the pram and I love just getting out and about. So that's a key thing that I want to get done during my day. So when we drop um, our da my daughter off to the bus, that's when we'll do that. Or if we have something else to do, we'll do that then and I'll just fit the walk-in in some other part of the day. Then after we've done that, we head home and my son goes to bed. That's usually around nine-ish. I say nine-ish because that's when I would like him to go to bed, but sometimes something comes up and he goes to bed a wee bit later. Or sometimes, yeah, not at all, but most of the time he is in bed in the morning. <laughs> And then in that time, I do some stuff. So I do podcasting stuff. I do, I'm doing a course at the moment, so I'll work through that. That's me time that I get to do some work time. Then my son wakes up around about 10, 30, 11. And in that time when he's awake, if we haven't got our walk in, we'll do it then. Or we just spend some time together. I'll do some errands possibly if they need to be done. We'll have some playtime together. I'll do some cleaning around the house, which with cleaning I can do with him underfoot. That kind of stuff. Then we have lunch around midday. And then around after lunchtime and a bit more play, it's his bedtime again at about one-ish. 
And that's work time slash relax time for me. Because something that God's been speaking to me about recently is is it's not all work and no play. I think because I'm a stay-at-home mum and I work occasionally every now and then, I think when I'm at home, I have to be super, super productive. And yes, I like to be productive, but that's not necessarily the case. God's told me to just kick my feet up a little bit and relax. So that's a time where I might watch a YouTube video. I might do some reading for myself, you know, might do a craft, whatever I want to do that's tickling my fancy. So then at about three, I get my son up. And we have a play and just, you know, muck about the house a bit. Or if we, and that's if we're picking my daughter up from the bus. If we choose to pick her up from school, which we're actually doing today, he'll get up a bit earlier. And then we make our way to school. After we get my daughter, we head home usually. And we get some homework done. We get other tasks done. And we head into our evening routine, which is like dinner, bathing the kids, you know, bedtime, that kind of thing. Usually that's when our time with devotions and stuff happens too. This changes day to day, but I know roughly what what each day looks like. And that's super important. I love that I can head out if someone asks us to help with something or wants to invite us over. I have that flexibility in my day, but I'm also getting those things that are important to me done as well. And I think this could help you out too. So in order to create some daily rhythms for yourself, it's super easy. You just got to put the fixed things in there. You've got to figure out for yourself what's really important for you. Be realistic. Like let's not say you want to go for a coffee and then a walk and then like 20 different things. Like keep it to keep it fairly minimal and then you plan your daily rhythms around that as well so that could be morning routine you don't need to be super specific with that it could be reading time with your kids like whatever you want to do rhythms come up a lot for homeschooling families but I want to revolutionize this and actually encourage just mamas who aren't homeschooling their kids to implement this into their day as well They're really perfect ways to ensure you actually get the more important things done, like pointing your kids to Jesus, but without the rigidness of a set schedule. So, Mama, I hope that this has encouraged you and inspired you to actually start getting a wee bit of structure to your day. If you want some more help with this, I am A-OK to help you out. You can email me at heymamasmission at gmail.com or you can connect with me in the DMs on Instagram at a dash of Deb. I love hearing from you and I would love to help you out in any way that I can. Other episodes that might tickle your fancy are no particular order. Episode 86, which is how to create routines and four steps to consistently disciple your kids. Then episode 39, which is an interview with Kaysen discussing time use as a mummer and heaps more. Or episode 29, which is three ways to simplify discipling your kids, which is what we're here for, pointing them to Jesus. So I pray that you have been blessed with this episode and I cannot wait, cannot wait to join you next week. Until then, Mama. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. 
Hey mama, I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.